Hey guys, it's Linda. I just wanted to give an apology for my crappy audio in this episode. Uh, I had the wrong button chosen for my uh, preamp and it turned out uh, to be really, really staticky as you're about to hear. But as you can tell right now, I have since fixed the issue and the next episode will be way better and uh, tolerable. Also, I would just like to apologize for Donnie. Thank you. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. Three, two, one. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda, but this week you can call me an all-American cheese, like craft. My name is Donnie, and you can call me New York's finest, because just like those in the Twin Towers, I can be run through a sieve. And my name is Adrian, and I guess I ain't never gonna forget, and we put a boot in their ass? Yeah. You know, I just America! watched the movie again, and I can't really remember it. I, yeah, this, this, this is a real fucking mind eraser. I, I There was Jesus in there. I remember that. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, Jesus shows up. And he's got a water bottle, and but other than that, it's like, I don't know what happened, or what I was doing, or my life before this movie, or anything. Yeah. That's right, because today we're reviewing the forgettable movie, the, uh, what, what are we doing? It's a fucking, yeah, I think it's, it's the God. Two Towers, and this it's is the when the they movie at uh, Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That rings a bell. Oh, yeah, oh, Revenge no, of the wait, Sith, no, no. yeah. I think it's it's uh the World Trade Center. Yeah. But um yeah, America. just so you know, there are gonna be spoilers. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crushing, uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. And also, if you're not already Prepare to be offended, and I'm sorry. Uh, it was fucking 18 I mean, years ago. If you're still offended by this fucking shit, then you need goddamn therapy. Well, and right off the bat, I mean, I just said you could run New York's finest yeah, through a no. sieve. God damn it. So, Michael Shannon is Psycho Christ Warrior. Uh, no yeah, right? <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, uh, they will so, be avenged. Let, let me, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, say it with your chest. Here's what happened. Uh, so in 2004, Oliver Stone made a movie called Alexander with Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. And,. I really like it. Uh, it's long. Uh, it didn't make a lot of money, and critics shit on it, I think, because they don't like gay kissing. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, it's like, like, huh, audiences and critics don't uh, like me trying to do something new with my movies. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> so uh, here on, uh, on August uh, 9th, 2006, Oliver Stone, director of fucking Platoon, Director of fucking Born on the Fourth of July and Salvador and Wall Street and the Doors fucking Shat World Trade Center. <laughs> he just crashed right into he, it. He just bent right over and just like people went to the theater and they opened their mouths and they sucked it right the fuck down. Because yeah. this movie 
This this fucking pile of turds cost sixty five million dollars and somehow made one hundred and sixty three million dollars in the fucking box office because apparently American audiences just fucking hate themselves. Now, to be fair, by two thousand six, everybody was starting to make nine eleven movies because it was like suddenly safe to do it. You know, even though a lot of people were like, "Whoa, too soon." It's like it's been five fucking years. Chill the fuck out. Because that goddamn uh, uh, United ninety three movie came out the same year. Yeah, I mm. thought so. Um, and, uh, but, uh, uh, well, where the, the same critics who took a shit on Alexander, they lapped up the shit that was World Trade Center because this shit has a whopping 67% approval on Rotten Tomatoes, which is altogether too high for a movie where two guys just sort of sit under a building for over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, although one of those people is Michael Pena and I love him. eh. He He was was in End of the Watch in the My Little Pony movie. <laughs> you can't take that away from him nor should you and he was an observant report which was actually good yeah you might have seen him recently in ant-man oh yeah wait ant-man the that's the movie we reviewed last week right <laughs> ant-man's the one where they turn the kid in, into a tiny and uh they're gonna eat him yeah when he went yeah yeah <laughs> He also was, uh, well, at least used to be one of the members of uh, a band that I really enjoy, Nico Vega. Good stuff. What but, what uh, band was Nicolas Cage in? Nico Vega. <laughs> okay. Nico Cage? I thought it was Sons of Krypton, but all right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, no matter how much you liked Michael Pena or Nicolas Cage, um, you're not going to have a lot of fun in this movie because they both have fucking mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> and wonderful accents Sarge Sarge how long are we going to be crushed under these buildings until we die I guess it's going to be like until we die we're going to so like clean out of something <laughs> she like a whole bunch of hours uh, like I was going to redo 13, the kitchen draft. and my wife's like really <laughs> mad and I didn't redo the kitchen and I don't smile enough Sarge we're under a building yeah we're under a building <laughs> Uh, don't go I to sleep. The dishes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I fought it. It's gonna smell real bad in a couple minutes, and you're gonna uh, hate me for it. Uh, I'm gonna try to stuff my intestines back in right now. Uh, <laughs> just don't go to sleep, though. My mouth's full of gravel, and I'm thirsty, and Jesus keeps showing up. I don't know why those homeless people complain. I'm sleeping on this slab of rock, and it's okay by me. <laughs> New York, and I'm proud to be like American. Uh, like Rucker Rucker Ali said, well, I have AIDS, and I don't give a fuck. Uh, and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in there, but she's not Gyllen stuck boobs. under the uh, World Trade Center. Yeah, you just always call her Gyllen boobs. <laughs> Ever since Secretary. Remember back when she used to be in stuff? Like back in uh, around the time this movie came out? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm figuring, uh, I'm figuring this pile of shit uh, made money and had a positive box office for the same reason that fucking The Passion of the Christ made money and had a positive box office in, in the reviews and shit. Because we're sadists? Yeah, 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 well, yeah. You know, everybody's a sick bastard and just let, enjoys suffering. Um, yeah. and you're not and, allowed and, to complain uh, about it. Critics are a bunch of fucking pussies, and they're so afraid to offend that they'll they'll upvote a fucking pile of shit like this. They'll be like, "Well, it's about nine eleven. You can't really say anything bad about it. That would be offensive wow. to the survivors." Yeah, come for us, Roger Ebert. You yeah, son yeah, of a yeah. bitch. You crisp ass son of a bitch. 
But he's dead. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I know I'll take it. Out. <laughs> he is dead. He's got that going for him. So we'll come to his grave. <laughs> you want to no, dance? No. I see this. We can't go to his grave. He'll pop out and start talking about a Father's Day cake. <laughs> I want a crisp cake. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Paula Dean's grave right there. <laughs> Hi, y'all. I got a Smithville cake for you. It's something y'all just going to love. It's the made back on the plantations, and it's got lettuce. Where's my butter cake? Literally, she's going to be buried in a coffin filled with butter. It's going to be amazing. Uh, 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 Shouldn't she be cremated, sort of slow-cooked, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, y'all. Comes right off the bone. Mm, Y'all just going to love it. So, 9-11. (laughs) <laughs> so at this time <laughs> it's pronounced 9-11s uh, at this time in Cage's life uh, he actually donated 2 million dollars to Amnesty International and also donated a uh, million dollars to the victims of Hurricane Katrina uh, yeah. just the year before Yeah, and uh, he was apparently the first artist to support artworks which was um created to raise awareness of workers rights and um and uh kind of like spread awareness of child labor laws and such so um you know at this uh, time he started mm-hmm. actually giving back and uh started being awesome like that but he also uh started to invest in some real estate as opposed to fake estate oh this is this is where the troubles began <laughs> yes yeah. okay all right. Already, we, we might have thought it was earlier, but no, this is where the trouble decisions began. were made. <laughs> decisions yeah. were made. Um, he already lived in his fake castle in L.A. Uh, by this point, but he also um, he he I guess upgraded and bought Upgrade. a mega castle in Germany in uh, 2006, and then uh, in the next year, yes, 2007. He bought the he bought a castle in Somerset, England. And uh, yeah, oh, fast forward to 2009, he ended up selling his German castle for $2.5 million. But it was made of chocolate. <laughs> He'll always be Cage the Carpathian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess he, he ended up selling the Somerset castle uh, somewhat soon after that. And that gave him three and a half million dollars. So three and a half million dollars. So apparently that's all we need for a castle. So and I want a castle. Yeah. See, so go to our Patreon. (laughs) No, I have a master plan about when I when I when I get property and and, uh, set out to make squink digs for myself, you know, like have, have, you know, Everybody has the dream house they want. They're all like, oh, you know, I want one of those showers with, like, the 16 different jets. Or, oh, I want the granite kitchen, you know, with all the, you know, deep freeze stuff built into it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, and I want a landing and a veranda. So I want to make, like, a three-story house uh, entirely out of tough sheds. Hey. 
That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just want to get, get a whole bunch of those awesome, like, Home Depot-style pre sheds, you know, like, maybe 30 of them, you know, and just, like, get them all just sort of nailed together, you know, up off the ground, you know, maybe with a sort of a framework for it so it doesn't all crush itself. Hey, yeah, all right. Yeah. That's how I want to go, you know. <laughs> Adrian's tough shed. Well, I, I, on my on my DeviantArt account, I actually have a piece of artwork I did like five years ago called Dream House, which is based on a house I saw in a dream, and it's basically that's basically what it is. I mean, oh, wow, yeah, it's like Barbie's dream home, but not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what I just figure like this is this is the attainable dream, you know? Yeah, like people are like I'm gonna get a construction company and shit. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be fancy. Oh yeah, it's gonna have lawns and a golf course, and it's like no, nah, I want a big old house made out of tough sheds. And a toilet. <laughs> Actually, wait, wait, no, no, there's not just going to be one toilet. This is my house. Like, half of those rooms are bathrooms. Let's be real. Honestly, when you said top sheds, I actually thought you said top chefs. So I thought you were going for, like, a house that Jack built where it's going to be entirely built out of corpses. <laughs> like, that is going to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah this floor, there were beautiful fillets. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's this like one's not quite dead yet. Nice. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get the house mallet. He's undercooked. <laughs> the floor hasn't quite You donkey. Yet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because I saw that movie Three Hundred, and that was wicked bad. So I made a house out of dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first I thought you said tough shits, and so. No, no, no. Tough shit is what my life's made out of. (laughs) (laughs) I'm building a house entirely out of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe God drew a layer of shit so to obscure what we're not yet ready to see. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, hey, you guys remember Michael dick. Shannon from Man of Steel and and uh, and uh, fucking uh, Bug by William Friedkin and Let's Go to Prison. He's at World Trade Center. Yeah, he's 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 a Marine guy who like comes out of retirement to Marine again and pull people out of uh, the wreckage uh, for Jesus. Yeah, I'd like to think it's an origin story of Zod. You know, oddly oh. enough, this is not the only Jesus movie I saw this week. Really? Yeah, I know. Uh, me, me, me and a friend, uh, we found a list of like the top 10 uh, Christian movies that you can't even believe are real, like the most outlandishly bad ones. Wow. And uh, number one was uh, one set in the modern day, filmed in Phoenix for about $5, called Miracle Man, <laughs> where this kind of effed up looking white trash dude who, who runs JC Construction uh, fights the devil Power Ranger style between trips to Hot Topic. My God. <laughs> He's always oh, driving a different car. He's uh, yeah, no, uh, and yeah. So there's there's cutscenes in hell where Satan's instructing his demons, and it's like a cross between something from Charmed and an episode of the first season of Power Rangers. Jesus, <laughs> it's like Zordon's the devil now. You know why couldn't they make this aye. movie like that? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. They get they get down there and 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 freaking uh, Bin Laden teleports in and he's got like glowy eyes and he's like shooting like force yes. lightning from his hands. Like I will destroy you, first responders. <laughs> Not today, Satan. This needs to be avenged. <laughs> Time to go for a mustache ride, old man. 
my god <laughs> like it gets impaled on on like on like twisted metal and like he tries to pull cage down on it with him you know <laughs> but the extreme heat from the fuel melted the metal yeah 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 no and and uh, and 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 uh and, and uh bin laden's almost dead but he's shooting the lightning at a family and cage is like no no and he has to turn his head around and break his neck <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of bad, but I really, at the middle of this film, realizing this was going to be nothing but them talking and shouting underneath all the rubble, I just wanted them to die already. Yeah. <laughs> this all reminds me of the, uh, oh God, I wish I could remember what show it was, but there's this uh, podcast that re- reviews like horrible books. And one of the first like episodes one for was on uh, the book of the horny ghost of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> oh, was that by the Chuck Tingle guy? <laughs> Rise Pounded, of the Ghost. Uh, writer of, uh, writer of uh, Pounded no, in the Butt by my book, Pounded was, in the Butt. No, no, not this time. Um, I love that guy. Uh, <laughs> this is by P.R. Resurrector. <laughs> <laughs> When an American diver goes in the search of the body of Osama bin Laden, he's surprised to to find not only the body, but also bin Laden's terrifying and horny ghost. (laughs) Abused by the ghost ghost, and forced to sail to America, the duo arrive in Miami, where bin Laden is overwhelmed by the sexy American women. <laughs> it's available on Amazon, y'all. Oh, I think we should all get that. <laughs> For America. And while you're wasting your money, please invest in our Patreon. Please. And my personal Patreon. Yes, please. My yeah. niece. <laughs> and uh who knows maybe uh Adrian will will do a sketch for you at the $35 level. It's our newest level. So, uh check it out. So, so and, uh, to the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, so okay, they they started making movies about uh about 9/11. Um and uh you know, some people are like, "Oh no, too soon. You can't have a movie about 9/11. That's a thing you can never ever make a movie about. Like Vietnam or the Holocaust." Oh wait. <laughs> One thing Wait, turns I out you found... can make a movie about anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one thing I found like genuinely annoying about this movie is that you just everybody gets yeah. their scene, their spotlight, and like everybody's a fucking hero, and it's just like everybody gets that one scene where they get to kind of pose, like yeah, no, no, this is this the, everything in this movie. It's like it's like it's like painfully reverent of the subject. Yes. So there's, yeah, there's there is no there is no fun to be had at all. No. It's all like the nine eleven is no laughing matter. It's like yeah, oh, well, so that's my problem just... with biopics in general. Even like the movie Lincoln, it's so full of itself, and every moment yeah. is like they somehow yeah. knew this was going to be a defining moment. So everyone has to act like that in that scene, and there has to be reverence to it. It's like no, uh, and and a big happens. problem in uh, in biopics too is that because of that, they also never focus. You know, it's like a mishmash of like disconnected events that, you know, and they're all considered historically important, but like they don't make a narrative at all. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, I guess, I guess that's one thing that World Trade Center like doesn't have a problem with. Like they, they picked two real guys who got dug out from another thing yeah. and they focus on them and they go back to their families. But, you know, but it's still, it still doesn't make it any better than your average made for TV disaster movie. No, no. Because that's, that's all this is. Yeah. 
It's a sixty million dollar disaster movie. I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. like, okay. So apparently, these were both real guys. They were Port Authority cops who wanted to respond. Like, they go in, and at first, they think that only one tower has been hit, and they think it's an accident, you know. And like, like, rumors are coming in, and like, the thing falls down. Like, they never really figure it out. Yeah. yeah. The elevator shaft. Don't get squished. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong i mean these these obviously these guys really were heroes and you know they they were the first uh, responders yeah. and they i mean have, it really uh, sucked it really sucked yeah. getting buried under a building i bet you know yeah <laughs> and all these people involved like in real life you know they have way bigger balls than i ever will but that doesn't change the fact that this movie fucking sucks. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 okay, let's, let's be real. Like 5,000 people died in that thing. 20 people got pulled out. Those ones who got pulled out, lucky stiffs. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, hey, look, look, you're, you're like, that's like not even a percentage, you know? You know how many people fucking died? You're fine. Walk it off. <laughs> God. No, I, is, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna. This is the thing. It's like there's things like this that are national tragedies, and like, yeah. and like everybody, everybody put get, walks on on tippy toes around it with kid gloves. Like, oh no, I yeah. don't want to be offensive because Murica. It's like, look, I didn't lose anybody in 9/11. I wasn't in 9/11. You know, what? Fuck, uh, fucking, uh, fucking. Um, uh, Seth MacFarlane was almost in 9/11. If he hadn't been in the hungover, he would have mm-hmm. been on one of those planes, True. right? He makes 9/11 jokes. Fuck it. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, look, let's, you know, like, like, you know, is it, you know, was it shocking at the time? Sure. You know, is it sad? Certainly for the people involved, you know, but yeah, I mean, life goes on. It's not everything. Like, you, you know, don't have to go keep kissing its ass. That's the main right? thing. You know, like, you remember at the time they, 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 uh, they, they'd have those, those uber, uber patriotic ads, you know, like in the early days of the Bush administration, oh, yeah. you mean, you know, you and they go and find little American flags for $10 a pop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just yeah. everything. Uh, you have to but, buy but the, they're like, they're like uh, the you know the the terrorists sought to change America, and then it and then it dissolves to the street with all the American flags on it, and says they succeeded. It's like so you're admitting defeat. Yeah, it's like you 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 people are complete idiots and pussies. Like let's all take the low road and be really mad and patriotic and stupid. Yeah, hey, we should never forget that Steve Buscemi was there. <laughs> He was there. Oh. I'm sorry. The uh, only thing I remember from all nice that, that was in this movie <laughs> was on Howard Stern. They were talking about oh, how yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, look at the humanity! All these people are helping cleaning." And there's even Aryans that were beside African Americans and other people cleaning, and, and none of them have lung protection. <laughs> They decide to interview them like, yeah, we know we're all human beings, but we're here making sure that those people aren't stealing anything from the dead bodies. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you're you're still you. You shine yeah. on. <laughs> wow, How precious. Crazy I'm assholes. a New Yorker. Keep walking, motherfucker. This ain't your town. Yeah. <laughs> you come around the South Bronx, you get more of the same. <laughs> One thing I uh, loved about this movie is in the scene. Well, yeah, he'll I mean, never have <laughs> anything better than that. <laughs> no, honestly, though, when that scene came up, I was just like, I want a fucking brat right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> right? Nice. Oh. Like, you don't even need a brand. It's bratwurst. Everybody wants one of those. <laughs> <laughs> a nice cold brat or a nice uh, juicy brat with a nice cold beer. Right? Fuck yeah. With a yeah. side um, of human ash. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Although um I, I would say before I, I share the scene that I loved, 
uh it was a little like uh glaring to me in the moment because like okay so they've been uh under under this rubble for you know hours and they they were suctioning like um like rocks and and pebbles out of uh michael pena's uh lungs and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know it's all up in their stashes and everything but then like when I think it's in Nick Cage's final scene when he's getting wheeled into the the hospital. Oh no, it's his second final scene. Um, they show like his his pristine, clean white teeth. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck. Well, <laughs> like, you can blame cinematographer Seamus McGarvey. Seamus McGarvey <sighs> shot that movie Sahara with Matthew McConaughey, Ooh. and and he did the 2014 version of Godzilla, and he did that Peter Pan movie that nobody saw. Seamus McGarvey. <laughs> You can't beat me, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that kind of bothered the fuck out of me, and it just kind of took me out of the scene. That Although took I wasn't you really out of it, into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the scene that I fucking love is when they're uh, the I think it's uh, Jill and Boobs and her family. They're looking at the giant missing board. With mm. all the the posters of like missing people, and, and there in the middle is one for Snowball the cat. Oh, <laughs> you Snowball. know, I think they should have all crawled out of the rubble and found that cat first, yeah. right? <laughs> but I that gives me my cheeseburger. wisdom for this uh, episode. But we'll get back to that. Here's my wisdom. Uh, if I directed this, I would have gone for a more lighthearted approach. You know, I think it would have begun with, uh, you know, with one of the, with one of them, uh, with one of the a domestic scene, you know, a cozy domestic scene at one of their homes, you know, where, um, you know, like, they, you know, they've all got kids, right? You know, well, one of them should have twins, you know, in the high chair together, you know, oh, and the mother's trying to feed them their baby food. It says, oh, here comes the Jesus Christ. You know, you're not, you and I are not too far apart on this because I started laughing at how horrible a human being I am. Because I started thinking this movie really reminded me of Family Guy when Peter was talking about being James oh, Wood. Oh, that's making right. September comedy. 11, 2001. Yeah, yeah. James Wood. With, with the like, David I'm Spade. I'm a window washer on the World Trade Center. And what do you think I see when I look behind me? <laughs> and I turn to the camera and I say, well, how do you like that? Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> uh, Is that your wisdom? <laughs> uh, no, uh, I just, I wish this movie would have been memorable is the thing. Mm. It just seems like they had an idea for this Did... and then realized, oh shit, that's right. They spend hours underground with nothing. Yeah. And it's like, well, yay, they're did, heroes. Did it's anybody, great for them, but holy shit. Did any of us see the other one? Did any of us see United 93? I know my parents mm. saw it because oh, they had to do that. It's our patriotic duty to see this oh film. Oh my and, God. See, yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a nice way to sell tickets. Like, you can't not see it or you're a bastard. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly says, I gotta see this. <laughs> uh, this apparently, is the movie Kim like doesn't enemy. want you to see. Apparently, at one point, they were going to cast uh, Kevin Costner in this. Um, and the studio's Ooh. like, I don't know, Oliver Stone, you and Kevin or Costner again? You guys did JFK. We don't like a conspiracy movie. Ew. And Oliver yeah. Stone's like, oh, how silly of me. You don't want a movie that's about anything. 
Oh, very well. <laughs> Nicholas Cage it is. <laughs> then Nicholas Cage came in and was like, I'll do it. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like you get, you get... into it, and he's like, I got this. Now, uh, <laughs> ignore the context of the fuck awful century that we live in. Um, yeah. Now, I get now a just think, think, think about this. Uh, so, you, you hear Oliver Stone, and you hear World Trade Center. Shouldn't this have been a movie about an ambitious young Bud Fox trying to get the attention of high-profile day trader Gordon Gecko? <laughs> you know, working on That's Wall true. Street, involved in trade. You know, just oh. you know, to, to reference a good Oliver Stone movie. Yeah, and and I'm referring to those. to the 1987 Wall Street, not not that sequel thing. <laughs> Green Wall Street, we'll never forget. My wife's Catherine Zeta Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trapped (laughs) under the market. Ah, I see Jesus. (laughs) Give me some water. (laughs) Unfortunately, I have nothing for my segment this this time. Wait, 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 wait. What's your segment called? I want his clothes off. How come we don't have anything uh, for your uh, segment uh, this week, uh, Linda? Because Matthew McConaughey um, wasn't in this. Didn't didn't uh, weren't some people maybe burned beyond recognition? Like you could have taken the clothes right off. Your God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Snowball the cat was naked. <laughs> oh, there you go. Picture. Yeah. Oh, Snowball <laughs> or hers. <laughs> Uh, so do you guys feel ready for, uh, I, I know Adrian, you gave your cagey wisdom. Donnie, did you have anything? Um, uh, like sands to the hourglass of time. Never forget. I don't know. Oh, um, if you're, if you're under a hundred plus story skyscraper and it starts to collapse, run for the elevator shaft and you will not be killed outright. You might be killed later. Yeah. That's, um, right. My wisdom was I'll gave some. Snowball gave all. Yeah. Also, Wisconsin has the best brats, hands down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I ain't never been to Wisconsin right now. Let's go get a brat. We should. You know. We, you uh, know what? There needs to be. There needs to be a mall food court that only serves fair food. That way, you can that get fair food at any time. Call I mean, it. That's a fair deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want some goddamn funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to stab somebody if I don't get my funnel cake. <laughs> we, we could call it the the World Trade Center. <laughs> like, it's your patriotic duty to eat here. Nine <laughs> Eleven hot dogs. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, there's 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 two of them in there, right? You know, it's a bun with two wieners in there. <laughs> and and when you're finished eating on the wrapper, it says that ain't gay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that there's two of those shops, so that way when one closes, they can go the one shop's down. <laughs> they close oh. both of them. Well, you know, if you're gonna do that, they might as well just be Denny's, is because there's always two Denny's. Like, let's not go to that one. Let's go to the good yeah. one. Somebody just left their finger on the replicator on Denny's. This needs to be avenged. It, so, yeah. so, um, so the the uh, the real guy though, the guy the guy that uh the guy that mm-hmm. michael shannon played uh marine sergeant dave carnes um uh he would not participate in this movie in an advisory capacity or in any other form uh because he he was pissed off at oliver stone for not loving george w bush oh yeah 
wasn't uh what's his name uh oh will jamino wasn't he in this movie actually yeah yeah no i think that the two the two main character guys uh were involved in the production i think they they have cameos yeah i mean like you know uh, i mean the movie the movie is like it's like it's like militantly non-offensive so like like nobody was offended by this like at least at least none of the yeah it's 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 entirely too safe like they screened it for like port authority cops they screened it for firemen they screened it for families and survivors and as by all reports it sounds like they didn't give a shit you know because they probably all fell asleep before it ended oh yeah and uh it had the punisher the punisher yeah yeah. Dolph yeah. Lundgren's the Punisher. What are you talking yeah, about? He's America's <laughs> Punisher. There's only one Punisher, and it's Dolph fucking Lundgren. Everybody needs to get that right. He's like a piece of iron. <laughs> why, why? Why are you this way? <laughs> he was Red Scorpion. Strong it's John Bernthal as Christopher Amoroso. Oh, which which one was he? Was he the one with the mustache, or the one with the mustache, or was he the other guy with that mustache? <laughs> he was the one without a mustache, I think. Well, one of them didn't have a mustache. <laughs> he must have been a rookie. <laughs> You're fucking blowing my mind. I think it was the guy who was who had just recently been transferred. Oh. I don't know, but uh, oh, Stephen anyway. Dorff was in there someplace. Uh, what? Oh yeah. yeah. Where now? I got and uh, and uh, Frank you, Frank Dorf? Wally as uh, Chuck Chuck the paramedic. He you was. Re- you may remember him Scott from the eighties. Strauss. Hmm. You remember Frank Wally? They're all right. He was in Career Opportunities with Jennifer Connelly, where he gets locked in the Target overnight and it gets robbed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, we should have watched that. Career Opportunities. It was a lot shorter. Well, let's get into the Toyota time machine. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to find Snowball this time. Uh, Meow. (laughs) So uh, do you guys feel ready to face this off? Oh, God. Yeah, let's let's hear what you people have for this uh, for this abortion. You people. Uh, What's that supposed to mean? Um, it means give us your face off. You're a damn woman. Just say stuff. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna? Right. Are you gonna make it the Lady Ghostbusters cast? Are you gonna put Furiosa in there and that one chick? Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna unpack your uterus on this movie? <laughs> it's it's the nine eleven well, monologues. <laughs> the vagina. I, I wasn't, edition. but now I kind of feel like I should. Well, you can do two. <laughs> Fuck, we got a lot of time. I mean, yeah. Okay, so there's fucking nothing um, to talk about in this movie. One cast has uh, the Olsen girls, the Olsen twins. <laughs> as, well, uh, John uh, and uh, Willie, fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> and also as their wives. <laughs> and then the, in their greatest roles yet. Is and, it gonna be called uh, Twin Troubles? <laughs> 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 and uh dave carnes the uh the military guy is, is gonna be played by their forgotten sister <laughs> wow and uh anyway uh my other cast has uh john played by bruce willis oh. uh willie's played by reginald vel johnson oh god and uh dave carnes is played by alan rickman wow <laughs> 
So are they gonna um, shoot a kid? Yeah, Strata Tower. I figure uh, for mine, if you're gonna have two guys hanging out and talking for two hours, uh, you might as well take the guys who already did that in the movie that people think is boring, but it's actually far less boring than this one. Just put those guys from my dinner with Andre in it. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's inconceivable. That's how I was gonna say inconceivable. <laughs> Wally, Wallace, Sean. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know what you want me to do down here. I'm trapped. I'm trapped under a girder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you should mention that because you know you get these uh, supernatural powers. Wait, no, no, get me out of here. Get me out of here. My God, <laughs> where's our waiter? <laughs> Dottie, who you got? Um, I was just going to take uh, Steve Gutenberg and yes. uh, Bobcat Goldthwait and just take the whole yes. cast of Police <laughs> Academy 3 and put them in this movie Fucking and hell. just make it a Police Academy movie. Make it, you know, City of Chaos or oh, there you go. Faulty yeah. Towers. <laughs> right, and those guys from the Blue Oyster show up to help haul people out, except they kind of grope them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, this could have been really awesome if you just recast, say, oh, John McLaughlin with Christopher Lambert and Ooh. Will Jamino with Clancy Brown. And then as the <laughs> oh. army sergeant, you can have Sean Connery and just make it a new Highlander film where the reason the towers right. fell was because of the quickening. That, that's right. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's actually funny. You should mention that because, like, after after nine eleven, all the uh, all the New York based uh, comic artists uh, felt it was their duty to make comics with superheroes helping out with nine eleven. Yeah, you know, because like because like patriotism in Murica or something. And a lot of critics pointed out, it's like you know, in the comics, destroying buildings like happens like in every single one of them. Like five thousand yeah. people dying, that too. Yeah. Like how how come this is a tragedy to them, but all their fictitious disasters, many of which they caused, they're like meh. I still what? thought it was bullshit though that they had to remove the uh, promotional items of the soups, the Spider-Man movie, because there were a poster actually of a teaser for the Spider-Man movie that Sam Raimi did. That there had the two towers and had spider webs between them. Yeah, no, there were there were there were a shitload of movies whose release was were delayed so they could CGI the, the twin towers from them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like like uh, and there's there's some movies who were shelved for years because like oh well that involves terrorism we can't show that now. Yeah. And and, and in fact uh, most of the movies that came out in 2002 and 2003 were all just squeaky clean mindless shit like the kind of movies they made for people during the depression. Yeah, you know, well, because all of it was like patent, like as inoffensive as possible. The the ending that you wanted, where it just it just finishes falling on them and everybody goes <laughs> home. <laughs> where it, I wanted the same ending as I wanted for uh, the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I wanted when they came out, like there to be like a, a Terminator scenario where it's just like terminators are, are crawling the earth and they oh, take it over <laughs> see i thought i thought it would it would uh, d- dissolve to pina there you know uh, at, at a gas station and uh, and somebody takes a, a polaroid photo of him and he's like hey what did that kid say and the guy says he says there's a storm coming 
And he looks on the horizon meaningfully and says, I know. I mean, it easily could have ended like, oh, what was it? 1408, where it's like, oh, hey, we're out of the towers. Yay. It's like, no, it's a loop and you're stuck in hell. Oh, 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 <laughs> wait, no, that's, no, 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 you're, no, you're so right, Donnie. That's the ultimate recast of this. You do uh, Barry Jack J. Reset? Gillis's World Trade Center. You have a small cast of Canadian guys. They shoot it on VHS and have to redub their own dialogue. And they're like, hey, was this all just a dream? Just a dream? Just a dream? Oh, no. I'm still stuck under the towers. And I'm being attacked by creatures with no souls. Ah! Well, no, if you a dream, then let's go make this a Donnie Darko ending where everyone wakes up and realizes what happens and how shitty human beings most of them are. You got yourself in a tailspin. Or the Cloverfield monsters out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good old and this cool little skittering friends. <laughs> Cloverfield, which is like one of the only good found footage movies. <laughs> Happened in real time. No, I think there's only two. I think it's just Cloverfield and Cannibal Holocaust. I think that's it. I think all the rest of them are literally worthless. Pretty much, I fucking yeah. love Cloverfield. Do you remember oh. when we saw Cloverfield and then later Quarantine came mm-hmm. out and we saw it in the theater? And we're like, man, lots <laughs> to do. I think let's like let's not wait for this to end. Let's just go. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the few movies I'd ever walk out on? Cloverfield uh. was a warning to the world about J.J. Abrams, but nobody listened. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they listen? <laughs> <laughs> covered it uh today murica saw evil mm. uh, yeah yeah murica i mean you know it's, where 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 were you at 9 11 yeah so uh oh wait some... you did 9 11 okay that's right that's where you were okay you were <laughs> yeah yeah all gave some snowball gave all and we gave nothing I didn't even know about 9-11 at the time because nobody could call me because I had one phone line for the internet. So I was using it to look at porn. And then when I stopped looking, that's when everyone called me like, hey, you watching TV? Like, oh, no. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, was like, Define TV. <laughs> I was like a TNA. That was a, watching that was, a live stream. That was the week before I started at Evergreen, actually. And I was supposed to fly out the next oh, day. Wow. Wah, oh shit! Wah. Yeah, I was, uh, so and that's that the kind of put the, put a damper on it. Yeah, um, I, I I will say though, when everybody finally left the house for work and school, I finally got to turn the news off. <laughs> I met somebody whose uh, ID was stolen, and uh, they found out that the person was in New York. So they went over to New York <laughs> to uh, find this person, and like they were totally fucking up their credit, like really really bad. So they flew over to New York, and then uh, just at the time that they decided to give up, they they were they went to the airport, and it was fucking nine eleven. So, <laughs> like we were we were both in a like a um a stress like how to handle uh, personal stress class, and I was like, okay, yeah, uh, like I don't have a problem with stress. Like, no, what do you expect? Like, the nine eleven. 
<laughs> like, okay, I think this lady's got ID it worse than was me. Janine Garofalo. <laughs> 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 it's like, I got your ID, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and she went and stuck it in Jennifer Tilly. It was really gross. I don't even want it back now. <laughs> you have to have a female cop to search you. <laughs> Remember, remember Spike Lee's Twenty Fifth Hour? Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was that was, that was like two thousand three. That was one of the first movies that actually admitted nine eleven had happened. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's it's a Spike I, Lee I movie, gotta... so it's got its problems. Um, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of Spike Lee movies that I've got to catch up on, though. Well, well, that's the thing, though. Is like usually when a director works like a whole lot, there's 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 just more to avoid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, uh, but yeah, let's all line up and watch She Hate Me. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> you guys feel like we covered this? Uh, yeah, I, we, yeah, it's it's been covered in rubble, ash, and asbestos. Uh, yeah, and uh, we should probably let it go. All those pebbles and rocks we can't. Right. Okay. P.S. Fuck you heard it here. We suck. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope that when someone was out there bagging up everything and they were putting all the bags away, that someone had to stop and smile and go, Garbage day! I I rewatched that recently and I did it on Me purpose. Me too. <laughs> oh god. And I, last time I was Naughty. taking my trash out, I saw my neighbor taking their trash out and I I had to bite my tongue. don't do it linda you have to live next to these people don't i'm starting to like this movie (laughs) punish (laughs) naughty where can the people find us (laughs) yeah they're gonna want to find us now yeah (laughs) My name is actually John Smith. Our names are Adrian Smith. No, no, no. Our names are Linda Castro. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at, at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. We got nothing better. We're just waiting for you to, to write to us. So, I mean, do it, please. Uh, also, please, please, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts and uh, Podchaser, anywhere you can. Uh, I'd like to give a nice shout out to our friends at Pod Nation. And uh, yeah, also check out our Patreon. We've got that new level uh, for $35 a month. You can get a sketch from Adrian. I've been, I've been drawing but, um, you to things. <laughs> for uh, just a couple bucks, you can you can get some nifty things. You can uh, get access to our bonus episodes, and uh, we just covered Sean Connery. And our I still bonus can't episode do a good is bonerific. It is bonerific. We covered Zardoz. It was Connery <laughs> and Name of the Rose. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, the name um... of the rose. <laughs> 
yeah, we found out the name of the rose. So <laughs> we got to the bottom of it. That's right. We solved the mystery. And you both um, still have your full measure of life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we've got some. Uh, we got some buttons. We got some stickers. Uh, we've got the Cage's Kiss ringtone uh, that you can access uh, for. Uh, it, it's just our our intro, our lovely intro song. And we have so, various uh, ailments. <laughs> various ailments. <laughs> Yours for free. But uh, for just a dollar a month, you can get uh, access to our bonus episodes. For uh, just $2, you also get an on-air shout-out. And, uh, of course, the bonus episodes. And for $5 a month, you can get some... Uh, you get the awesome ringtone. You can get a, a Cage's Kiss button and some stickers... And uh, ten dollars a month, you also get a uh, you get to record a special message for an upcoming episode. I'd like to give a huge shout out to our new Patreon patrons, uh, patriots, I should say. Uh, <laughs> first of all, there is Steve and Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies. We had just Yay. guessed it on there and had a freaking blast uh, talking about uh, Ghost Rider Two: Spirit of Vengeance. And uh, at the $20 level, we have a new Patreon, certainly a Patriot. We have a Carlos. $20 patron? We totally do. And it's Carlo? It's Carlo. <laughs> Yay, Carlo. Yay, $20. <laughs> so we would like to thank you uh, in a special way. First, uh, Stephen Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies. <clears throat> Him. Uh, thank you very much, and your uh, your rewards are scraping at the door. Scraping at the door. At the door. <laughs> 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 Stephen Izzy. <laughs> Stephen Izzy. <laughs> I kind of feel that my skull's on fire. The devil's baby mama. Oh, hi, Stephen Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> Anakin and, and I Carlo. are expecting. <laughs> <laughs> it was me undies. <laughs> Thank you so 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 much, <clears throat> and uh, I, I I hope that you appreciate all your awesome rewards. But please, please, <laughs> please let us know how we did. Please, please um, give us your money. <laughs> the FBI is gonna pay me to learn to surf. <laughs> That's that's a cage movie, right? Um, oh, oh wait, oh sure damn it! <laughs> no, no, that's not it. Carlo. <laughs> hey, Carlos, you so fine, you so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Carlo. Hey, Carlo. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did it get Carloed? <laughs> I was at well, your wedding. Right. <laughs> Donnie, you're a party pooper. You're a dirty whore. <laughs> Donnie, make more of that beer oh, like that you made. Called for? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, bring me a brat, 
bitch. <laughs> you know, I'm not the one who asked for the two towers to fall. <laughs> Is it secret? Is it safe? God damn it. Oh, Snowflake the cat. Well, I... Happy oh, New Year. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy birthday. <laughs> Not Steve, Izzy, and Carlo, though. We love you guys. <laughs> uh, and Jenny and uh, uh, Buddy Broham. But, yeah. Anyway. Love. Wait. Oh. <laughs> uh. And oh, I forgot uh, Viola Davis was in this. Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, uh, they did her dirty in this movie. She was just like she had what maybe like a couple lines. Yeah. We also promise you that our Patreon is herpes free. <laughs> well, it's Unlike now the herpes rest of free. Us. <laughs> <laughs> and for fifteen thousand dollars or more per month. We will perform an interpretive dance based on one of the National Treasures movies just for you. And you get to choose the movie. So, yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Patreon.com. It's going to be really awkward if you guys make us do Port of Call New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> awkward or awesome? <laughs> <laughs> it's patreon.com forward slash cages kiss. Uh, C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. No apostrophe, of course. So, uh, Adrian, what you got? Oh, dear Lord. Uh, well, I, I've got my artworks uh, on uh, DeviantArt under Leo the Fox, all run together, all one word. And um, I'm still on YouTube as A.A. A. Smith. And I've actually been sprucing up my own Patreon account, which is also under A.A. A. Smith. You can find it through my DeviantArt page. Ooh. Yeah. Donwell? I'm Unreal Goals on Twitter, the boy who blew on PornTube, and yeah, look for me in the back corner of a local library jerking it to porn. You know, sometimes they got those hardbound National Geographics. You know. Yeah. I figure you're the one gluing all the pages together for us. Yeah. <laughs> Novelized versions of the uh, Golden Girls episodes. Someone's got to write them. <laughs> you know, Essie Hinton writes fanfics now. Maybe we could commission her to do something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we will be seeing you next week, hopefully with our friend Heather from Hauntings and Homicide Ooh. with the Wicker Man. <laughs> it's finally here. Oh, the beast. Yes. <laughs> Uh, having a special guest won't make your dad <laughs> uh, 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 we're all just a bunch of sister beaches <laughs> pretty much <laughs> well, what is that a special guest in the bag a <laughs> shark or something <laughs> how did it get burned Jeez. <laughs> uh, 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 and Lily Sobieski but oh <laughs> we will be seeing you then and uh until then i'm proud to be an american <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a boot in your ass <laughs> where are you when i flush down my toilet <laughs> 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 well, they built the ladder to hell. 
Jesus Christ. (laughs) Jesus Christ, indeed, everybody. (laughs) I want to give our deepest and sincerest apologies. I think America's lost some of its integrity. (laughs) (laughs) Someone needs to avenge this. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go shoot a gun and eat a cheeseburger. America. There you go. the promo what promo the what the promo we should record a promo i don't have the body for porno no a promo oh guys we should uh we should record a uh, promo oh that's a great idea hey we're three hours later i'm matt i'm alex and i'm mike we started this podcast because there's too much content in the world and finding something worth your time could be a hassle that's where we step in. Every week we listen, watch, or play something for up to three hours, and then we come back together to talk about it and see if it's possibly worth your time. Follow us on Twitter at the number three HRS underscore later, and our Facebook and Instagram, number three HRS later. And please give us a review on Podchaser and iTunes. And we have a Linktree link as well with everything else. Uh, link TR period EE or slash three hours later. Hey, that was a great idea, Mike. I hate you both.